Hello and welcome to the Give Him Six podcast, the podcast where we talk about Tennessee and the SEC East. Today we have a special episode with Larry Crouch and Les Crouch. Larry Crouch, I will call Pop in this episode, and we know him from our previous special episode. Carson is not able to be with us tonight, but thankfully we have our special guests. So how are you all doing? Doing good. Hey, Pretty Good. Well, well what did you all think about the game? Um, well, you know, I'm 37 years old. I was born in 1980. And uh, before the Derek Dooley experience, um, uh, we had lost one time since I was four years old um, to Kentucky. And that was under Derek Dooley. And we have a coach that is um, about to suffer the same result as Derek Dooley. Um, it's one thing, I think, to uh, lose to a Vanderbilt uh, program, which is historically bad enough. But um, when you – they are more of a rival, right, A? And right. B is Vanderbilt's actually been pretty decent in the last decade. Um it's never okay to lose to Vanderbilt, but Kentucky's at just a far different level. And uh, so this uh, Kentucky game was um, just one of those results where you just shake your head and you don't, you know, wasn't shocked. But anytime you uh, end up in a game, you know, with the turnover margin plus four, and uh, so you have four turnovers, Kentucky forced us into zero turnovers. Um, and uh, we had 400-something yards of offense, I believe. You really should, you should always win that game. And it's been over two decades since a, an SEC team has, been, has had four turnovers or more uh, <coughs> to, to none for the other team, <coughs> has had over 400 yards of offense and has lost an SEC game. It's been two decades. Um, so really that speaks for itself. Um, I will say <coughs> that I'm, I'm pleased with Ty Chandler. Uh, I think Ro Robert Gillespie's the one running back coach, or the one uh, offensive coach, at, you know, they're a running back who's been our consistent for the last five years. And um, he's just done a fantastic job um, uh, from, from, from the start. And uh, I think John Kelly and Chandler have are, are, are uniquely talented, but but they have a great coach in, in Coach G. Pop, what do you think? Yeah, I think everything you said is uh, is true, Les. I think those are uh, those are good, accurate insights. You know, it's uh, I think for a long time, uh, Tennessee people, it's it's really really disappointing. I had a a young fellow that uh, that's from Kentucky that uh, that I know that uh, he's a huge uh, Wildcat fan, especially basketball. Mm -hmm. Doesn't nearly know so much about football, and uh, he's a fairly fairly young man. But he asked me uh, just a couple of days ago. He said, "Why in the world would you all even want to think about uh, dismissing, letting go, firing Butch Jones?" And I said, well, let me put it to you this way, my friend. I said, what if John Calipari 
at the end of a Kentucky basketball season was 10 wins and 15 losses. What would you say then? He said, well, we wouldn't put up with it. He'd be gone. I said, exactly. You're a basketball school. UT's a football school. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I do think that there are a number of factors that, that have gone into that uh, loss uh, here just uh, this past weekend with Kentucky. But um, I think for a lot of Tennessee fans, it's, it's really disconcerting. And less like you pointed out, though, with all the factors, I think there are a number of factors, but all the factors that went on, but on the field, four turnovers, and yet we did not win that game. Yeah, that, yeah, that, is, that is something that, that I think it, it, it brings us back to the fact that, of course, we barely won. Uh, lucky to win that at Georgia Tech. But it's certainly a reminder of what happened uh, with Florida and South Carolina. It's just, it just seems like yeah. that these young men really have a hard time wrapping up a victory. And I, I know the coaches don't play uh, on the field. I'm well aware of that, and we all know that. But I do think that it has something to do not only with their young men playing on the team, but I think it has something to do with the approach of the coaches as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's, Completely. No, there's no doubt. Um, in fact, I'll, I'll say this, just watching this Kentucky game, um, I'm, I, one of the things you, you look at when you, when you see a head coach that you just know this isn't going to end well. You know, he's a he's – a, he's a, he's a, um, lame duck coach. Um, totally. You 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 look at how does his how are the players playing? And you know, usually whenever you have that situation where a guy you know he's on on the way out, the team does not respond. And now <clears throat> behind the scenes, there's been a lot of infighting, not only with the uh, the players mm-hmm. and that's been publicized, right. but with um, the coaches. I mean, there, there's actually you know some some talk that there, there's some heat between coaches on the staff. But one of the things I've got to say, and, and I'm not – I'm under no illusion really that it's um, – they're playing for their coaches, but I do think some of these young men do play for, for each other. And what's interesting is they, they, they do I, – I don't, I don't see – you know, I didn't see any quit. Um, and, no, uh, and, not at all. And I, think, I think these guys are playing hard, but it's one thing to play hard. It's another thing to, you know, to um, uh, be able to bring it home, to really have trust, you know, in your coach or, 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 or what, what have you. Um, but I really appreciate at least the effort of some of the players I see. I see, I see a, actually, I see a lot of players. They're playing hard. Are they playing right. smart? No. Are they playing soundly? In a lot of cases, no. Um, do we see uh, offensive scheme helping some some guys? No. But um, but I think they have hearts. And I'm not going to say five star hearts, like Butch likes to say. But I think they play hard. Right. So. So there's a new uh, Twitter and Instagram hashtag about the Vols. Hashtag Empty Neyland. Do you agree that we should boycott Tennessee home games? 
to encourage the firing of Butch Jones. Is that acceptable? Is that something that we need at Tennessee? Well, Elijah, I'll tell you what. I, I'm certainly not in the not in the mindset uh, where you know I'm trying to tell other people what they need to do uh, with their tickets, especially those that are uh, have paid the prices, uh, you know, season ticket holders, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really, you know, I've really thought about that back and forth. Personally, I'm not in favor of that. Um, uh, I, I understand the motivation behind it, but, um, you know, I'm not only a Tennessee graduate, but uh, I've been a Tennessee fan for, uh, well, for over 50 years. Um, and uh, growing up as I did in Indiana, and I moved down here uh, in 1977 to Knoxville, just at the time when uh, Johnny Majors was uh, – was being brought in to our storied program, but uh, mm-hmm. because uh, I never was a Notre Dame fan at all, and Indiana <laughs> and Purdue have just almost always been just abysmal, uh, mm-hmm. not very That's good. Sure. And I ran track and played football. I really loved back in the uh, uh, in the mid '60s a uh, an All-American track performer and wide receiver for Tennessee. His name is uh, Richmond Flowers. And um, we used to come down here all the time. My dad did a lot of still photography, and we come to the Smoky Mountains. And so from about the mid-'60s on, uh, Tennessee was the program I pulled for. I love Tennessee. I love the mountains. I love this area. I told my parents as a teenager that I'd moved down here, and sure enough, I did. So what I'm saying is that all, you know, all along, for years, uh, I pulled for this university, so I'm not going to turn my back uh, on them. I'm talking about myself now, mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. say, you know, if I've got season tickets. I'm just not going to show up. Um, I, I don't think it's fair to the kids because I think they're doing their best, but I do think it's real appropriate to let, uh, even if it falls on deaf ears, to let John Curry, the athletic department, etc., know though what we think about. And how we feel about it, I really do think that that's important. What do you think, Les? Yeah, I look. I, I'm with you. I, I I'm not going to tell people how to think. Um, you know, people work really hard uh, to uh, have tickets to go to the games. Um, you know, there there have been people that have had those for years, and there's people that that are you know a little bit a little bit newer to uh to the show so to speak but still regardless you work hard um you know and and, and you give a lot a lot of time right you, t- you know right. money or your, your treasure uh to have the opportunity to uh, to go to these i mean these th- this is a whole day affair you know so you're really there's a lot of time involved um, involvement and really the only voice to right. fans have because um, let's be honest uh, you know Mr. Curry's going to make uh, this decision, but but really, really beyond him is, you know, are some really powerful boosters and, and, and men that have a lot of money. And, um, um, and, and frankly, I think, really, I think Butch is done. So number one is this. Um, you, you know, this is me speaking, for just for me. Right. Um, 
go go support the players. Understand that Butch Butch is Butch is gone. You know he he's not going to be back. I mean, the, the far the, the train is so far down the tracks. I mean it, it just it can't it can't be brought back. Um, secondly, is um, I, I do under I, I do understand that the the only the only way people feel like they have a voice is with is with those tickets with showing up with putting um rearings and seats and so um i <laughs> i i understand that that's kind of your only uh vote that you can cast and but but really at the end of the day again i i just feel like you need to support these players i mean hey <laughs> let's think about it, guys haven't they been through enough having to play for this this coach i mean no no offense but i mean this it's this true. it's true but behind the scenes i mean th- this has to this has to have been really tough right i mean and the least uh, the least we can do is, is support them and so if, if you're if you're someone that's in knoxville uh if you're someone that plans to be there this weekend uh, or this ne- upcoming weekend uh for southern miss totally uh, you know i encourage you to go at least that that would be my you know, that would be my inclination. So, and you know what? If you're not going to go, there are a lot of people that don't get the opportunity. Give your tickets to them. Um, but so the, that, that's where I fall on that. I want to go, but that's right. Yeah. I I really think uh, a lot of the same things about that that you all do. I think that that's very appropriate i'm not going to tell people you know what to do with their tickets but um i really like what you all said about you know uh, people coming because you know that the people who play for tennessee they're not playing for butch and they it's not their fault that they're having to play for butch jones if it was then i would boycott tennessee but it's not it's not their fault at all so i really like that insight so butch jones said it was great to see tyler bird and josh palmer step up do you think they actually stepped up in this game well (laughs) um i i I don't know what your thoughts are but but dad um josh palmer had uh two receptions for 31 yards um and now you know look I, I know that there's a lot more than um receptions or, or 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 what have you you know there's blocking and so forth and i know there's a lot of things that coaches look for tyler bird is listed as one uh one attempt for four yards rushing and uh I, you know again palmer two receptions 31 yards i do not see uh tyler bird having a reception and then um so, am, am I missing something here? Because um, I, 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 I'm sorry, but I feel like Tyler Bird's been on the back of a milk carton since he got here. You know, has anyone seen this guy? Um, uh, so, I, you know, it's it's almost like a comedy at this point. Um, what do you? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Dad? I mean, we, I know, I know. Um, just we, we've talked about this, you know, mm. off air. Yeah. Um, but right. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Well, I mean, I agree with you. I, you know, I think that uh, Tyler made uh, 
some impactful plays last year, but he has kind of been MIA this year. Uh, I think it's, it's like with other things with Butch, though. You know, sometimes um, <laughs> I, I I just I don't think he gives us a uh, uh, a true picture. Sometimes I think his his words um, <laughs> misrepresent uh, the fact. <laughs> And um, uh, regarding Tyler and, and Josh Palmer stepping up, uh, I'll, um, say, I'll say this, Dad. I, I, do I, I don't get it that they they. You know, it's nice to see them for sure, but uh, in terms of stepping up, I guess uh, we need uh, we need Butch Jones to find that. What Butch does step up mean to you? Wow, I mean, guarding these players. I, oh, anyway. The next time Tyler Bird gets four receptions, I mean, Butch Jones might might have like a, a medal for him. I don't know, but um, look, Josh Palmer looks like a nice young receiver. I think he'll be, um, you know, once he gets some. Well, I'll, I'll refrain, but but maybe under another regime, um, I, I really feel like. He he has he has some some tools to be a nice and nice SEC receiver, and um, uh, right. uh, Mr. You know Mr. Bird. Well, one of the things I, I know you and I, you know, see eye to eye on this, and, and Elijah too is um, Bird. Bird really probably should be a cornerback. You know, he he really needs to be on defense. Um, and um, yeah, that's, and I, I see him out there and join Rashawn Golden. You know, yeah. exactly. I mean, can, hey, can you imagine having you know Rashawn Golden, uh, Tyler Bird, and then I, and then uh, Warrior? You know, in your defensive great. backfield. I mean, that's that is some that's high level talent. That, those, those guys are yep. high level SEC players. I just think Bird's out of position. So, well, yeah, I never really thought about him. You know, being on defense, but I I could really see that. I think I think he'd be really, really good in that position. I think it's probably better than what he's in now. Um, so well, I think he was a four star in Florida he in was. high school, yep. wasn't he? He, he was an all American. Really, yeah, as a cornerback. Right. Was he? Wow. He, he was an um, all I think a lot of people really thought he would come out and uh, and okay. be you know a defensive player, a cornerback uh, for the Vols. Yeah. That hasn't happened, though. But so, Butch loves his receivers. He collects receivers like some people used to collect, you know, postage stamps. So. Well, I, I know Butch likes his watches. I, it's probably a close <laughs> tie between watches and receivers at this point. <laughs> I think so. So Good point. Um, Brett Kendrick, he was oh, playing with the concussion. Um it was most probably known by the coaches and uh, possibly even Butch Jones, but he was not taken off the field. Um, so what do you all have to say about that? Because that's a, that's a pretty serious ordeal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, for, first of all, um, I, I'm not going to sit here and blame Butch Jones himself. I, you know, I do understand that during the course of a game, there's a lot, there's a lot that um, gets that that head coach is paying attention to. What I do know is um, there there are many you know members of of uh, medical staff, trainers, um, 
and so forth that there's a lot of people uh, and to be honest, I'll, I'll, I'll admit, you know, really during the course of the game, I didn't really pick up on it. Um, but going back and seeing some film, you're going, oh, man, that, that guy just looks lost out there. And um, I, I will say, I mean, there's been some talk that at halftime, his position coach was made aware he wasn't feeling well. Um, and the quote supposedly was, well, you know, we need you to go, <clears throat> and um, I hope I hope that's you know, I hope that's not true. But um, you know, as a as a father, and certainly I know as pop as a father, um, you know, it's eight o'clock. You, <laughs> you, you, you know, when you see that, and you see that. Um, whether it's coaching staff, whether it's training, whether it is, and you know, SEC officials, uh, officials are supposed to be looking out for this. No matter what, whenever, whenever you have that many people watching a game and paying attention, and, and a guy to go on that long with those kind of concussion symptoms as a parent, I, I would be um, highly displeased. And so I, I completely understand the Kendricks completely understand why they they met with Butch Jones multiple times um, in, in in the wake of the game and uh, boy it's just not a good look I mean how, how many hits do we need right um, it just well I mean CTE just when, just is when you a, think uh, things could get look. worse you know we, we call we kind of we Pop, we kind of jokingly referred to Tennessee as Cup U. You know, sometimes you feel like you have to have a cup on at all times because you never mm -hmm. know when that kick to the that's right uh, to the jewels is going to happen. And it's just yeah. like you know, th this is uh, to me th this far exceeds a loss or whatever. It's just on a human note. You know, um, I know Elijah's dealt with a couple of concussion kind of things before. Um, and uh, obviously in, in the wake of um, the NFL and, and in all the studies we've seen in the last really five years even, um, we know how serious it is. And, and, I mean, as a human story, as a human issue, it just far exceeds anything on the field. And uh, so it, it, re it really bothers me. It really concerns me for him. And, you know, I just I, – really don't understand how people can miss this but I really pray that coaches you know that this isn't something where they knowingly put a guy back out in, in harm's way I felt like it was one thing to put Gar you know, have Garantano throw a Hail Mary at the end of the uh, Al Al the second uh, quarter of the Alabama game I mean that was goodness I mean that's that's asking for a kid to get hurt right there in that situation but truly this is a you know th this is a really really crucial uh thing and it's, it's it's very important and um i wish the i wish the best for brett yeah yeah i do too absolutely uh, completely uh well you know i think what les said is just uh is probably really the way i look at it just completely it's just uh it's real shame. You just think, Pop, you there? man, he's a, can you hear me? All right. That's better. Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. You would think after a young man who's a senior 
uh, et cetera. He's a good player. He can't line up correctly three, four times. Uh, of course, eventually comes over and vomits on the sideline. But you, you would think somebody, I, a position coach, somebody would notice that uh, that something's not right. So uh, anyway, I, I just uh, I think that's a real shame, and uh, nothing is worth uh, certainly putting uh, a young man's health uh, in uh, in jeopardy. No. Uh, if in fact it was noticed, uh, if it wasn't noticed, then you, you you've got to wonder. You know, why did not at least the uh, the position coach uh, see that? But anyway, yeah, uh, yeah I see it. Uh, I see it the way Les does, certainly. Well, um, on a scale of zero to ten, how excited are you for game nights? What makes you go on as a Tennessee fan? <laughs> You want to take the first crack, Pop? <clears throat> well, you know, I mean, I can, uh, I can see that. Uh, <laughs> I put a lot. Of this. I'm, I'm always, as I said earlier, I am. I'm, I'm just, I'm excited for my team to win. So, you know, in terms of that. I'm supportive. I guess I'm uh, maybe I'm just you know kind of the uh, so-called eternal optimist. But I want to see them do well, and so I want to see them show up. And, uh, I, and and to be honest with you, there's a part of me that I'm still curious to know: uh, Are they going to show up tonight? Are they going to play hard tonight? Are they going to win tonight? Are the coaches sure. going to coach effectively tonight? Um, with that said, um, I mean, it, it's surely not like it was, uh, you know, last September and October anyway, when, uh, you know, hope, uh, right. really sprang right. eternal where you really thought, man, we're going to wrap up the SEC East, you know, we're, we're going to, you know, before we really lost a Vandy, you know, we're going to the sugar bowl, et cetera. Uh, that kind of thing is just kind of off the table. So... It's, it's certainly not as exciting as it's been in the past. And as I said, having lived through Tennessee football through the 60s and definitely the 70s and, and the 80s, the 90s, for heaven's sakes, um, it, it right now it just doesn't compare in the level of excitement and expectation for me anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, well, you know – I. I would I would say you said a scale from zero to ten, I guess um, with a zero being uh, duly 2012, uh, you know that being a one, and I guess zero is dead, right? Um, right. <laughs> uh, ten is a 98, 85 Sugar Bowl, you know, uh, the feeling of uh, going into the 2001. LSU uh, SEC championship game. Right. Um, I'm at about a two, but I'm with Dad. You know, I, I, I've, I've joked before, and you know, I, r I really don't mean to to belittle um, uh, drug addiction or anything like that, or to, to make light. But you know, I, 
I guess maybe I am making light. I don't know, but um, I've joked before that you know, gosh, Tennessee's kind of like, kind of like you know, crack or uh, something like that. You know, it's just like dog on it. You know, for some reason I I can't I can't help but not watch. You know, and even even when they're just at the worst, you know, I can't. It's just almost against me. But I will say that. Um, in the last few weeks, have I paid attention? Yes, but you know I've got four. I've got four boys, and um, you know a lovely wife, and 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 uh, a, a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of ways I can I can spend my time on a Saturday, and um, so so maybe my level of Im- involvement, or, 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 or you know, maybe I'm not paying as close attention. We'll say that. Um, and I've, I'll be honest, this Kentucky game, mm-hmm, um, right. um, I followed it, but you know, my wife and I were, were, were on a date for a while during it and, um, uh, still followed it, um, some, and, um, so I- I- any other time if this was, uh, you know, a 10 and two year, I, I would be very, very involved. And, uh, so. Anyway, I mean, I think I'm a. I agree. You know, when you go to a game, there's that excitement there. You know, are they going to come out? Are they going to play? Are they going to play hard? But um, with how they've been playing, I'd probably be about a, you know, maybe a three on the scale. And uh, for all of our listeners to answer, you can go to our website, uh, link to the show notes, to answer on your opinions. I would love to hear, and I will. Tell what your opinion are if you would like on the next podcast episode. And Elijah, can I say I, I, I really would be interested to see what your listeners have to say. You know what what actually makes makes us go on. You know what's what keeps us coming back. Or you know hope springs eternal, right? Exactly. Uh, John Gruden. Okay, just kidding. Too soon. Um, no, but but th- there's. Um, Hope hope always springs eternal. Hey, as a Braves fan growing up in the eighties, rap pop, they were terrible. Oh yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. worse than they are now. And nineteen ninety one came, and so, you know, I, I keep going back to, I, I've seen I've seen eighty eight, I've seen two thousand five. Um, after the eighty eight season where we were five and six, we win the SEC championship two years in a row. So. I guess things like that as a sports fan, you know, you, you see turn, turnarounds can happen. Hey, we just need we just need the right turnaround man here because we've got it. We've got everything you need to win here. So that's what keeps me coming back. But I'd definitely be interested to see, you know, what your what your listeners would uh, would have to say. Yep. All right. So we've been doing this for a long time tonight, and I do believe that uh, we're going to have a double episode, which is very special, our first um, but here's our random facts segment for tonight. Um, people have started to make ridiculous jokes about Tennessee. One of them from this week went, so you're a Tennessee Vols fan? Well, that's the punchline. What oh do you boy. all think? Yeah, well, you know, I, I remember in 2006 joking with Alabama fans. Uh, because really, you know, they they they've gone through a, 
quite a time period where, where they were losing about like Tennessee is now. And uh, they, they keep on talking about the bear, you know. So my, my, my joke for Alabama fans back then uh, was uh, um, uh, what, what, can, what, can, uh, what can, you know, live on a, a dead bear for 30 years besides maggots? Alabama fans. <laughs> and um, so, look, you know, maybe Ouch. with the punchline of a joke uh, today, but again – all we need is that turnaround person, right? Right. So, uh, today we have a special thing. Uh, we have a sponsor now. So, thank you, Josh's Dog Treats, for sponsoring this podcast. If you have a dog and would like to pre order homemade dog treats, email joshandhisdog at gmail.com or go to our website and select contact and Josh's Dog Treats on the, on the drop down menu and get dog treats delivered or mailed to you. At a fifty percent off price until Thanksgiving. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, if you've got a dog, it'd be a great thing. So, I email do. give him six podcast at gmo.com for questions, or give him six podcast plus info at gmo.com for more info. Follow Carson at Instagram and like, follow, and subscribe podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud. Thanks for listening, and remember, the Give Him Six podcast is always scoring touchdowns. Even when Tennessee isn't.